Ostriches Podcast. Paranormal stories, events, and more. Welcome to the Ghostages Podcast, Episode 6. I'm your host, Bill Campbell. I've got another couple of stories from the book I mentioned last episode, 10,000 Ghost Stories. That's the book broken up into three paragraphs per page, and each paragraph can be turned independently of the other pages, creating a huge variety of stories. I'll read two more from this book and then move on to something else in the event you want to pick up the book too. This episode is coming out near the beginning of September, which means Halloween is right around the corner. I'll be looking to put out more episodes until I can get into a regular routine. That means if you've got a story you'd like to share, send it to story at ghostages.com and I'll work to include it in the show. So I'll just hop right into the story because that's what you're here for. Here we go. I bought the painting at an auction just for that exquisite face. Bewigged, white as a corpse, painted with a lead that used to make their teeth rotten. The eyes had faded to a blind nothing, and the rosebud mouth was frozen into a childish pout somewhere between a scream and a kiss. I took it home and hung it, but the first time I walked past, the varnish cracked straight across the throat. With the sound like the click of a camera, the clip of scissors, the kiss of the guillotine. Snip! The strange book appeared on my doorstep the following day. Malleus Maleficarum. Chained to my desk, I was possessed by its ancient pages. They spoke of bestial familiars, magic rings, and mandrake roots, of divinations, maledictions, demons, and jars, of incubi and succubi. As the rhythms of its witching words overtook me, I began to hear the words aloud. I slept to the groan of incantations and awoke to the chattering of the charms. They grew to a babble of accusations and spoke of inquisitions, trials, and burnings. It was a book filled with fear, and I felt its terror seep into my marrow, pricking my skin like pins in a waxy figure. On the seventh night, the words suddenly took flight, like insects, leaving the pages blank. I heard the rattling of chains and looked up to see the book made of flesh. Whatever that thing was, it sprang up like a ghostly jack-in-the-box and wore the same bone-white face that I had seen before. As it gibbered and gyrated before me, I could hear a clockwork oranges and lemons being played as if from a half-wound music box. A foul stench seared into my nostrils, and I hear my name being called. It was with a rising sense of horror that I realized that it was I who was shouting it, and the foul breath was my own. I don't know why, but I started chanting, Agnus Dei, qui tolis peccata mundi, dona si resquiam sympaterman. As I did so, the ghost shook violently faster and faster, then vanished like a snuffed candle. It left behind a gaily painted wooden box that smoked and smelled of sulfur. I keep it in my attic now, but I've never dared to turn the handle. 
What the fuck was going on there? That was definitely kind of a weird one. Let's try another. Ready? Okay. My phantom first started haunting me on the day of the ghost festival. We were lighting paper lanterns, beautiful things shaped like lotus flowers, and floating them across the river. The Chinese priest told us that as our lights burnt out, so the souls of our ancestors sailed to the afterlife. But my lantern never faded. It just floated on and on. At the heart of it, I saw a pearl-white mask melt away to reveal the empty-eyed, blackened skull beneath, and I heard a tormented, gurgling scream. That night, we discovered the photograph on the mantel shelf, like a cuckoo nestling amongst the family portraits, a mysterious relative turning up unannounced. Nobody knew how it had gotten there, it just appeared. Encased in an antique frame, the sepia print showed the same alabaster face I had seen before. To add to, some, to my sense of ill omen, it was the anniversary of the day we lost our little boy. In the coming days, weeks, and months, our boy started to fade from his own portraits, and as he burnt away, so that pale mask rose in his place. At the same time, our memories started to blur. We forgot our son's birthday. We misplaced his name. Gradually, we lost all trace of his existence. Exactly one year later, there was a knock at the door. The cuckoo, in tie and blazer, had stirred from its nest. Something fish-like passed slippery through the shadows. It drew breath with a roar like the tide rolling back, then, ex then exhaled with a hiss like a wave breaking on a shingle. I saw that same bleach-white face I had seen before, and a liquid presence oozed about me, reeking rotten fish rancor. As the spirit engulfed me, so too did the feeling that has stayed with me ever since, haunting me each night as I slip beneath the blankets, that some serpent, some backwater crawler, wearing that familiar face, is grasping, grasping me with groping arms and sucking me, dragging me down into the depths, my lungs swilling with blood and water. Knowing not of this presence is a ripple from the past or an irresistible wave of premonition. Knowing only that the tempest-tossed traveler, the white-knuckled driver, the jilted bride, that torment with the tug of fate is stronger than you will to kick free. Well, Jesus, that one was a bit depressing too, wasn't it? Well, once again, those stories were randomly generated by turning three paragraphs for pages to create a one-page story. Check it out on Barnes & Noble if you'd like. That's 10,000 Ghost Stories, illustrated by Lisa K. Weber and stories by Jason Hook. And that's going to be it for this episode. As always, if you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player. If you have a story you'd like me to read out, send it to story at ghostages.com. I can certainly use some stories there. Well, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. 
And by the way, if you're interested at all in reading A Haunted Life by Bill Campbell, it's still available on Kindle. You can even pick it up for one buck. What can you get for a dollar these days? My book, that's 